episode 83, Real Church Matters. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with Sylvia Hall. Sylvia Hall, my mama. And it's always glad to have you. Glad to be here. We're Real Church Matters. We're real, we talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters. How are you? I'm doing great. I love having you with me and talking and sharing about the word and all of that. It's been a minute yeah, since I had you here. It has been a little while. <laughs> and uh, what are we going to talk about? Oh, before we get to it, always housekeeping. Uh, RealChurchMatters.com is the website. It has all of the particular episodes. If you have an Apple device, you can always go to the podcast app and search Real Church Matters. If you are on SoundCloud, you can search Real Church Matters. No matter which one you're on, like us, follow us, subscribe, write a review, retweet, share, tell your mama, tell your mom, your pa, your grandma, your auntie, your baby daddy, tell everybody. We appreciate the, the word of mouth and sharing and spreading the word. We hope to just get the message to as many people as possible. If you are interested in supporting us, you can always do so not just by listening and sharing, but by giving. Patreon.com forward slash Real Church Matters. Every little dollar helps to getting better equipment, paying for the subscription fees and things to allow us to have the platform that we do so we appreciate those who support in that way uh as always if you would like to reach out to us on social media it's re- at real church matters except for twitter which is at real church mttrs and me personally you can go to at fsh music i think you're on facebook right Ma? yes kind of defunct <laughs> don't really go on there I think I seen like uh, a memory where you said something to me like seven years ago. I was like, yeah, that's back when mom actually commented and stuff sometimes. But still, you can see it. Check her on Sylvia Hall. Um, as always, you can reach out to us via email at askme at realchurchmatters.com. Whenever I get questions or criticisms, I try to thoughtfully respond. So it takes a moment, but usually it's a whole Bible study lesson full of uh, scriptures (laughs) and thoughtful answers because you guys, especially those who don't know me, really just judge by what I say out my mouth. And I appreciate the time you take to respond and ask questions. And I get them from all over the country. And I respect those who take the time to listen and have thoughtful responses and answers and concerns. And uh, even when you think I'm a heretic So it's all good <laughs> I'm probably closer to a heretic than anything else But I, at the core of who I am I'm a person who is just out to recklessly seek the truth And uh, hopefully I get closer and closer every day From one heretic to another Um, but um uh today we're going to talk about manifestation um i think uh we had a bible study and we were taught you brought up manifestation yes 
and uh, it it synced perfectly in with where we were at, and immediately like mine just started rushing, and some of the things that you were saying, like you're talking about the mind's eye, and how they sync perfectly with confession. And how that feeds into our salvation and our total walk with God and even our worship. Yes. I think I went and touched on as well. But uh, I guess we'll, we're just going to explore that concept. And I think let's start with um, just that definition, if it can even be encapsulated in a few sentences, a uh, kind of Webster's or uh, biblical source of definition. Or just your own personal understanding of, of manifestation And we'll go from there Manifestation is the ability I believe the ability to Once the word has been heard To be able to visualize What we have heard And set our affections on that And then Manifestation is the product of what comes out of that Setting your setting your mind, setting your affections on that particular word And just to make it concrete um, I can remember, you know, really not wanting to keep my imagination Because when I came to Christ I came with a very vivid imagination Living most of my life in my own head mm-hmm. And I, I learned to really dislike that mm-hmm. Because um, as we found out in Bible study the other night Sin isn't what you do It's who you are Yeah And in my mind's eye I did a whole lot of things Yeah And so when I came to Christ I was willing, eager to, to give up my imagination But as I spent time with God He wanted me to keep it And I said What good is it You know If You're not imagining Bad things yeah. You know Because that's all It was for Was to Either imagine That I was not At the place That I was in Yeah Or to imagine I was a person That didn't have any kids Or to imagine I was a person That was far away From where I was That's not why we have the ability We have that ability Because it's a God-given ability To create To create In the mind Because we were created in His image Yes And He only spoke things into existence But He already saw what He spoke Yes So He wasn't When He seen that canvas there He said His void is dark It has nothing but he saw everything in its place. That's why he said it was nothing because he had a something on in his it, mind. Already there. Yeah. Already there. And so much so that he had already had something going on with everything that he put in its place. Yeah. Because <laughs> when he he kind of allowed us to, to be in on that because he said, let us. And so he was letting us know, hey. I already got something going on with yeah. with everything that I'm speaking into existence now. I already got something going on. So even to the connection of creation, and he says that he made us before he formed us. Yes. In our mother's womb, we we have this understanding of form, but we don't know this 
this other thing that is before there is a form. Right. And and that that I think that gave for me I was early on in mm-hmm. um my Christian walk when when the Holy Spirit started to actually talk to me about these things cuz I inquired. You know, it's so important that we inquire of God. That we ask that we we not just be comfortable, you yeah. know, with with what we have, you know. But I just started inquiring of him. I'm like, okay, so I'm supposed to, how can I get rid of this mind that you gave me? Mm. How can I get rid of this thing? Because all I see is this negative. But that's the only way we can use it. Outside of the yeah. Word of God, so even to the, the 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 concept of we are talking about the creation of the mind, yeah. And starting from there, you had that scripture where he's saying that we are to cast down every imaginary nation yes. that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. God. So he's letting us know: don't cast down every imagination. <laughs> there, there you go. He said, but every imagination that falls under this category. And he even said that exalts itself against the word of God. It is erected or built or formed in the mind's eye before it ever is informing how you move and form things in this world. So he, he allows us to understand that the thing that you're supposed to be applying imagination to is the word. Yes, and that takes me to just so so we can marry this to another word. Imagination is the work of faith. Yes, it is. It is the work of faith. I was just sitting there talking to Philip, and I said, you know what? I haven't seen anything that I haven't seen. Mm. And he he looked at me, and I said, you know, and I just, you know, wanted to just go back and to encourage him— and, and said, see how I hadn't seen it until I see, saw it. And he looked at me and he knew what I was talking about. Yeah. Because he said, yeah, yeah. And I said, so we, we, we've got to cast down just too much noise in our mind. We got to begin to do with the Holy Spirit. Too much imagining. Yes. Or creating or working a faith. That builds up something against the knowledge because he doesn't of God. Ta- he doesn't give us the license to create. We only have the license to speak or to see what he's already saw. Yes, we don't have the license to create. We're not creators. This is where we get it mixed up. This is why um, faith teachers took that and they made a mess of it. Yeah, because well, in a way of the sense of we are more. Uh, in the whole building metaphor. Yeah. We are the construction worker. Yes. We are not the architect. No. There, We have the authority. We've been deputized to build. But we, what we are building is not of our hands. Or Even though we build it with our hands. Right. It is not ours, our creation. Nope. So every day this man is building. Yes. But everything that he builds has been built in the mind of the architect. Yeah, there you go. This man took what he had in his mind, as it is in Habakkuk, take the vision, write it down, make it plain. That's the blueprint. That's the blueprint. The blueprint is taken by the workers 
and they begin to craft or build things that exalt God. And that, you know, again, when I was talking to Philip upstairs, I, I, I talked about Noah mm. and how God instructed him. I think it was a hundred and something years, Noah, yes. Noah was working away. But, and, and that's talking about manifestation. Yes. Because literally he's giving him the blueprints. Yes. Verbally dictating to yes. him the blueprints for something Noah never saw, but God did. Yes. And he just didn't like even he sp- know what it was for. Just like he spoke of rain that Noah never saw, but, but he did. But God did. And it's, Manifestation it's, is literally bringing to fruition in our minds what God has already saw in his. And that's what we were created for. That's manifestation. That's all we were created that's for. That's all we were created for. It, On earth as, as it, it is in, in heaven. heaven. And you know what? When we get hold of this thing. Yeah. Because uh, it, it, it excited me because I said, my God. Yeah. You know, because... Noah did it for a hundred and something years. I mean, he didn't even know the next command. Didn't know how it's supposed to look. He did. Which I talked to Stuart about in the last episode. Our, our, the issue with our unpure, our pure mind is that we either are operating from how we think it's supposed to be. Yeah. Or how God says it's supposed to be. Yeah. But that's the difference. That's the difference. Manifestation is about bringing about what God has imagined, not what we imagine. There you go. He said th- those people, he gave them over to their what? To their bellies, to yeah. their imaginations. And it was for God's purpose and not our own. To construct things. Now, his, this is the thing. You can build from your own blueprint. Yes, you sure can. Just like the people of Babel. So that's why manifestation is a very spiritual word, but we only connect it to a very godly spiritual and thing. And it doesn't just cover the godly. Yep. It is even the fleshly. And he didn't say, he said, only what you do for, for Christ, Christ will last. He didn't say that you're not going to be, you, you couldn't have the ability to do To things. do other things. And so that's where, I think that's where we we actually even made a mess of com- the word confession because every time I even started to hear this word or or meditate on this word, I got this feeling like, uh, that's not, I, I've seen people confess. Confessing is just messy. It's just messy. It's just nasty. And, you know, they, they find a, a way to make it all about them. And not about God. And it ends in a nasty place. Because we don't understand confession. Because we didn't understand confession. Confession is to declare the manifestation of God's will in your life. There you go. In a realm where, and this is this is where, you know, I'm so thankful that, that the Holy Spirit is tying it together for me. Because this is this is something that the Lord showed me. And I kind of got a little bit scared and ran in the opposite direction of this because he was showing me that, that everything that he spoke, everything that happens in heaven had to be declared in the earth. Absolutely. He said, I sent Jesus and Jesus came in the flesh. But he, his death and everything was just to deputize the rest of humanity. Yeah. He had the opportunity to do what 
looked like God had lost the realm, this realm of doing because he had allowed Satan. He cast him down here and he said, you're the principalities, rules of this present world. He told him that, but he didn't tell him what he was going to do. He didn't let him know that he was going to put in us the ability to make it so that we speak what is being spoken in heaven into this earth. It's not like he can come and all of a sudden he can get a plan to kill all of these little Jesuses. Because yeah. he can't. Because the purpose is the same. Yeah. Jesus said, I only came to speak what my father has already spoken. And Satan's job is not to build an actual physical brick and mortar kingdom. No. But to erect the kingdom in the manifestation of the mind. There you go. Just like the, he says, we wrestle not against flesh, flesh and, and blood, blood, but against powers and principalities. Why? That are moving in high places. You don't know what those high places are? Your mind. Uh, your mind. They, these things are, these kingdoms are being built and destroyed in, in the mind. mind. And if you're not, this is where, if you're not allowing the kingdom of God, to be visualized, to be conceptualized in your mind. And many of these things, my, <laughs> many of these kingdoms have already been built before we even had the ability to understand right. they were built. That's why it says cast down. Yes. It didn't say don't build. Yeah. He said cast down. Because it's already built. It's already built. It's already built because he gave him a little bit of time before yeah. we got here. People got to understand where we coming from. They like, well, I'm just going to think happy thoughts. No, 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 because your happy thoughts don't don't live in happy town. Yo, those happy don't thoughts have live, power. don't have any power because they live in not so happy town. Right. The kingdoms that have already been erected. We've been born and shaped in iniquity. iniquity. We have already walked into a kingdom that has been built. It was built from the first brick yep. of Adam and Eve. To the second brick of Cain, to the third brick of whoever. They've yeah. built these things out. Blood has already been crying out. Things have already been set in motion that by the time we got here, we walked into a ready-made kingdom. That he said, you got to start to cast these buildings, these kingdoms down in your mind. Every building or thing that has exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And the, the greatest thing, and it comforts me. Is that Jesus prayed for us And he said Lord don't take them out Of this world He said let them stay here He said allow them to be here But not of the world Not of it Allow them to be in the world But not live in the manifestation Of that, of that world. world And what that means That we got to start doing The people We have to start Enabling the people to understand The Christians to understand That this God has given us power and authority to cast those kingdoms down and to manifest in our own mind and also to manifest the kingdom of God. So here's a scripture that kind of helps me with the whole idea of manifest because I know some people are listening to us and they're like, well, they're 19 minutes in and they just came out the gate like <laughs> wild horses and they're all over the place. Um, and I just need to know what in the world, how does that play out my life? What scripture God gave me when I was meditating on this without even really searching scriptures. I always hold to these scriptures that just flow in my head <laughs> in the midst of just pontificating. Yes. About it. 
And and I don't know the addresses, so there's gonna be a lot of scriptures that y'all can go back and search. But one of the scriptures he said is that when the word of God met with the faith, yes, it produced something. Yes. Manifestation is when God's word meets with our faith. Amen. It creates in our minds. Yes, it does. It manifests. When we say we want God to manifest himself, that is from his word, which is him. Yes. Meeting with the faith, which is us in our mind. And at this place, he is manifested. Amen. Amen. And I think that the hardest thing is that there's a, there's a point that that is all you need. And that's what your faith is wrapped around. That's what Jesus was saying. He said, man can't live by bread alone. Yeah. He said, bread, all it does is empower what exists. Yes. But bread alone cannot create. No. He said, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, because out of his word comes life. Comes everything else. <laughs> I can manifest more bread through his word. Through his word. I can eat this bread, but I don't know where my next bread it's coming, coming from. from. So I said, he said, I'd rather just manifest. I'm a, I'd rather just have his word meet with my faith. Yes. And when his word from Deuteronomy 3 and 8, that's where he cited. Yes. Met with his faith. He was able to manifest Great. obedience. Yeah. And turn down what? That pesky rock. Turning into bread yeah. He was able to walk out What many of us Have a hard time Walking out Because the word Is not manifest In our life Yes Through our what Faith 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 We don't give it An opportunity People keep trying To eat more word You don't need to Eat more word You need to Wash that word down With some faith Faith And, and to allow it To be To be birthed in us There's the other part so, so when we talk when we talk about and I know as soon as I say this you're going to take off when we talk about this act of manifestation think of it as planting because yes. he we can go all day when we start talking about reaping and sowing now yeah. and the idea of manifestation but when once you have the dirt which is the word well we'll say the dirt is the faith yeah. and the seed is the word we need some water which is patience. Yes. He said, yeah. let patience have, have its, its perfect, perfect work. People patient, but they don't have work. You might be entire, lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. <laughs> you can have patience, but yes. no word. No yes. faith. Yep. You can have faith, but no patience. Yeah. And no word. Yeah. You need all three. You need it all. To produce a fruit. A lot of people want God to happen right now. When? In the half an hour of praise room. and worship. They got to make room for, first of all, got to make room for make God. Make room for God. Because I don't know how to make room for God. How, this is how you make room for God. In the space of time. Yeah. We are the measure of time. That's all we are. Yeah. We are, when they put you in the dirt, they're going to put two dates on your, your tombstone. That sums you up. The day you was born, the day you died. Yeah. Is 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 not anything. That's else. the measure of a man. That's the measure. Not of the, a man. not to his height. We're not going to think six foot six. That man was. We're going to say sixty six. That man was. That's how we're going to look at people. Somebody, if I die tomorrow, they say thirty seven. That man was. I'm the measure of time. So if I give that measure of time to God, 
Add that with his word. Put that with my face. It goes back to what you were before you were. Something. Because. Let's, let's talk about that. Because you just talked to me about who you saw me as. Yeah. And how Bible study that the other night where I was teaching. On fire. Teaching the word. Excited. Literally almost did a dance. Mm-hmm. But I knew it would have been a strange dance. <laughs> it, it's, it's not because I know there's a dance in my heart. It was just a strange one. It's going to look more like the cha-cha. <laughs> but I'm excited about this word. And I know that it reminded you of something you manifested. Yes. Through what God spoke to you. Yes. And it met with your faith. Yes. And that's how you saw me until you saw me. Right. And it's, 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 it is what we were created to do. This is not an odd thing. When we begin to walk in what God has called us to do, the purpose that he even allows us to remain on this earth. He said, let, it, let heaven and earth be the same. The only way heaven and earth are going to look the same is that God remain, he allows us to remain in the earth that we can speak what he has already spoken and manifested through our ability to have patience to allow this thing to be seen. You know, it, it is so, it's so mind boggling, mm. you know, that God can unfold something like this in the human mind. But he 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 started he started talking to me about his care for us. He said, You were with me. Yeah. Before you ever were, you were with me. So it's it it, it allowed me to actually understand that I transcend this earth. Mm. Because before I was, I was with God. I was. And this is how he taught me to be a mother because he said, all of them were with me. Yeah. He said, they're mine. Now, just like I said to Adam, I put you here that you might care for the things in the garden. He said, they were also to care for the fruit that was within them. He said, I I, I made them bearers of other human beings. Yeah. But, don't get it twisted. He said, you didn't create anything. You didn't, you not only didn't create anything, he said, you didn't have anything to do with it. He said, I did it. I took Forrest and put him in there. Allowed you to care for it because that was your job from the beginning. Yeah. He said, I put you there as good stewards over the earth. And he said, when it, when Forrest came out, he said, it's, we we get it messed up. We yeah. start looking at the manifestation of what was nothing but a word. And we start looking at the manifestation of just flesh. Yes. And we are harbingers of flesh. Yes. And we can only begat flesh. And we start and, thinking that way. And we start thinking that these things that we create are what they are because of flesh. Flesh. And it's not the case. Even when he produced Eve out of Adam. He he said he he looked at her and he said, "Bone of my bone, flesh of, flesh of my flesh." Everybody always talks about soulmates. They always talk about this higher relation that they have with people. But in order for you to have that, 
That's not something you can create. No. No. That's not even something you can know. That's Do you right. get what I'm saying? You can't know it. It's not within you. It's not within you. It's, it's to a know part, something like it's that. It's a part of the order of God, though. It's a part of the order, and we stop short of it because, yes, the word says we can have this oneness. We stop so short of it because there is so there is so much that we have in, encapsulized in flesh yeah. and say, this is, it, it, this is about me. This is about me. Exactly. This is about me. Nothing is about us. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get to is that the manifestation of oneness Comes out of the manifestation of the mind Yes Does not come out of the manifestation of the body What body manifests is more body Yes What flesh manifests is more flesh When two people become one in flesh They create another one One When two people become one in mind They become one with God Yes They don't create another one One They connect with the God. one Yes and that's that's what we were created. That's to do. a soulmate. So he can. That's carry. one that is unified yeah. in spirit only through mind. So it really t- it, you know, and I, I, again, we, me and Forrest Philip was upstairs talking about. Uh-huh. It. But that takes away the fact. I said a lot of people are in marriages and they say, mm, "I made them. I married this person outside of Christ. This was a mistake. Fell out of love. Yes, I fell out of love." This is or this, love. This is. Love fell out of me, and <laughs> I told him. I said, you know, whether we want to want to accept it or not, I said, the oneness that God wants for that marriage is only attained through submission to His way, to His word, and through to, yeah, faith, through faith, and. Patience and patience. So it's not about who you marry. It's Man. actually about who you submit to. Anybody. That's it. Anybody who you walk with in the oneness of God's word is going is going to be a soulmate. It's going to be a soulmate, <laughs> and it's it, and then you're going to start producing the fruit of God because that's a whole different thing. We outside of God, we produce fruit that we consume. Yeah. We eat up all our fruit. Yeah. You know, we just just gobble it on up. But when it comes to being one with God, we produce fruit that God allows to remain. Yeah. Because it's for him. You know, and he enjoys it. That's that manifestation. Again, a lot of times we're looking at what we produce in action. Yes. And that's where you you see Jesus tells them he says uh, it's not that you are committing adultery in flesh, but you commit it in your mind. So he's letting them know the things that you're manifesting in your mind, you haven't even manifested in a bed. Right. The but thing, you're being charged. The marriages that you guys are breaking haven't even been broken yet in the flesh. No. The marriages that you guys are forging haven't been even been forged in the flesh. I asked uh, somebody earlier, and I, we were supposed to have a, a podcast about it, but I challenged them, and you're probably better to ask this question to. <laughs> I said, what does a marriage license give us license to do? To pursue oneness. The physical license. 
Oh, did the government the, phys- the physical license <laughs> now it doesn't hold much weight. Doesn't hold much weight. And back it never in the day, did, but it never back did in the to day, God. They, not to God it did. The governing force mm-hmm. of marriage. The, I think the only thing left that you can get out of that. No, you can't even get that. That's given whether you're married or not. I was going to say, you can get the tax credit if you're married. After a certain amount of years. After a certain amount of years. The government recognizes you as something. Yes. Even though though you're not married. Yeah, I think they call it common law marriage or something like that. But the governing force for the believer is not the government. Right. It is the governing force of God. And when does he give that marriage license? You know what I mean? Yes. It's not. It doesn't happen at the ceremony no. that you timed to go right along with the start of summer, Mm-mm. and you wearing your white dress, and there's yellow daisies and things. It's when it only takes, one, I can say this, it only takes one person in that, in that, in in that union to decide that I want to invite God in <laughs> to license this to marriage. license this marriage. And how does one do that? Is through manifestation. It's through manifestation. When I take the word marriage, that yes. God defines it, it only becomes the sanctity of marriage through my faith and patience. And patience in God. In God. That's right. And when I do that, now I have license yeah. to walk out marriage. Yeah. Because what, what I explained to Stuart in last episode, I said, you have so many women come in your life. How do you know which one is supposed to be your wife and which one is just supposed to be a friend or an acquaintance or someone that you just help? You don't know where these people belong in your life because we don't have that power. Yeah. If we leave it to the man, the man will think every woman that comes in his life is here for one purpose. Yeah. But when we say it's not about what I think, let me know what God thinks. That is the manifestation of God in our lives, in our lives. and in the lives of those people. Yeah. And then they are placed in the proper place they belong in our life because we look for God's license. What do I have license to do with this woman? Yeah. You only got license to pray with this one, buddy. That's it. You only got license to talk to this one. You don't. You know, when we look at it that way, we rape is a different thing. Yeah. Because because well, what we're what we're truly going against. Do you know what I mean? Yes. What we're truly breaking isn't the law of this land, but it's the intentions of God. Yes. And it's it's something that you know I can hear just. We're taking no. We're taking territory. Yeah. When just by speaking, but just by bringing awareness to this, we're, we're taking territory because people have long since given up. Yeah. On the ability to even control their own mind, they just feel so helpless to their own desires, their own desires, their own manifestations their own that exalt against the knowledge of God. And actually you find Christians so defeated and broken because they not only have nurtured these thoughts, but now they see the manifestation of it and they feel so broken and hopeless. There is no hope. And this is literally what the scriptures was talking about. You guys 
want to manifest in the flesh what can only be manifested in the, in the spirit. spirit. He said, you have a form of godliness, but lack the power thereof. Yeah. It would be as if God formed Adam and forgot to breathe in him. That's right. We look around and many people have formed marriages, but the breath is not the breath of God. No. They form children. They form relationships. They form careers. Yeah. But it is not God breathed. And because it's not, it's a heavy there's a heaviness there. Yeah. You know, but it's supposed to lead us back to God. Because I truly believe it's never too late. Never too late. It's never too late. The, but you how might have seen how, something yesterday it, the wrong exactly, way. Yeah. You know, I spent a whole lot of my life seeing the glass half empty, mm -hmm. seeing life through darkness, seeing it in the dark. And what can you see in the dark? Not much. Everything is clouded by that darkness. I spent a lot of my life like that. Mm -hmm. But when the light came on, I no longer wanted the darkness. Yeah. We have to realize the darkness because that's all that's being manifested. And a lot of Christians not only are ashamed of it, they feel like that's who they are. And it's not that that's who you are. You just haven't picked up your weapons. Yeah. You, you, you just don't get it yet. Yeah. That all you have to do, he said, you, now you got you to gotta pull it down. You got to cast it down. He's not talking about casting down uh, what somebody said about you. He's not talking about casting down what, what you feel like somebody is doing He's talking to you. about casting down the word that you believe. That you believed. Which, that you which have creates, hinged your whole life on. Which, my it creates what you see yes. in your mind's eye. eye. A lot of people see themselves a certain way. It's not even that they're that way. They see themselves that way. You know, I, I, I was in the, in the service and I heard the Spirit say to me that this particular person considers themselves unworthy. Hmm. So they will never move past that point. And I said, "What God, what do you want me to do? And we had our conversation. But... To think that you're, he, he, he just allowed me to understand. This is a, the mind was not created for hinging itself on something to destroy. But instead, it was supposed to grapple after the things of God. We were supposed to be chasing yeah. after the word of God and live by every word that proceeds out of its mouth. Yeah. We were supposed to live there. That, that takes us to, there's two other points before we close out. The, the one point of how manifestation precedes salvation. Yes, and then how manifestation plays out in worship. Yes. So you just said it proceeds out of the mouth that leads us into the confession of salvation. Yes. And salvation actually happens at the moment that faith meets the word. And the harsh thing is, is that the church has told people that salvation, you know, you get to the altar and. Somebody tells you to say something and that's actually where salvation happens. And they grasp to these formulas because they innate form. Yes. And form makes us feel 
like something has happened. Yes. But the thing that truly happens has no form, no shape, nothing we can hold on to physically that gives us a sense of we are that thing. It literally is an act of faith. Of faith. And the minute that that faith connects connects with with that word, I have now receive salvation not the manifestation of it in in the physical space no because that happens when jesus comes back yes but i tell but i have have it in my heart heart. and i tell you the your whole uh the whole path you know and, and and it takes me to um where God says he'll be a lamp unto your feet and a light. This is for salvation. This is for the one that has received salvation. He starts to light a path. You don't even understand it. You don't know what it's called. But the second that your faith reaches that word, he begins to light a path. Yeah. And that path, I'm, I'm telling you. you oh, know, just, to, just to tie in, that we literally are the mirror of Noah. Yeah. Instead of our salvation being a boat, our salvation is us. Yes. He had to build a boat based on the word he was told and the faith that he connected to it. He began to build a boat that would save him. Yes. We, according to the word, the instructions, just like Noah got. Yeah. Are given instructions. We begin to build the yes. vessel yes for which saves us yes yes when he comes back when he comes back cuz that's what he's coming back for that spotless unwrinkled vessel vessel that we then spent so much time building building and having never even seen how it looks he said we will be he said we what you, we will be we will look like him we have no clue of what we're building but when it's done being built, he goes back to back to Second Peter. He said, "Now add to your faith." Yeah, <laughs> and he he tells us how to start building this thing. He said, "You right here, you right here at salvation. You just believe, but don't stay right there. Yeah, let's start adding to this faith because that's what it took for you to get salvation. That's it. The measures don't stop at faith. Yeah." He gave him the measure of cubits, yeah. the measure of wood, the yes. measure of uh, animals. He yes. said even two by two, he gave him those measures. We have started with a measure of faith, yes. but we get a measure of patience, yes. a measure of love. Those virtues are measured out to, uh, to us, us to add upon yes. in the manifestation of our salvation. And that's what he's coming back for. You see, he said, "I God, God desired not to dwell with anything made by hands." He said, "I'm only going to dwell in that which I created." No different than he acknowledged nothing except that boat. Yes, that's what he did. If y'all, he didn't even see them. He just said, "Oh, the boat's done. I'm going to flood. Whatever's not in the boat dies." Dies. Because he knew that from the beginning. Yeah. That's where it takes all of the heaviness and the work out of it. That's why he said my burden is light. And I was so glad to give up my heavy burden because we got to know the whole plan. 
We got to know what nail goes where and where, whatever. We have to have so much. Think about it. If we're building this life like that boat, God is dictating what even goes into this life. Yeah. And I've got. He said, he's like, oh, no, she can't go. I just need her. Go ahead and walk on in there. I, I need this. I need that. He directs what he wants in there. And, and the, we just talked about it on, on our way back. And I said, even I, I learned how to listen to God. And, and even when he says something I don't like, you know, he said, well, one won't go. And that caused me some pain. But I had enough sense to say to God, you got the master plan. You've measured it out. You measured it out. And all I could do is obey. I didn't even spend time trying to figure out who that one was. I said, okay, okay, so it's not going. There's nothing I can do to change that. But I'm going to move. Yeah. I'm going to move because I know that you got the master plan. After a while... It, it might in the beginning you might find yourself you know sitting there and recognizing that we and, spend a lot of time and hard for us to lean not to our understanding. understanding and we spend a lot of time worn in our own minds and because we want we want to reconcile why it's past tense yeah that we speak of salvation yes we are not considered the salvations. We're considered the saved. The saved. Having never been saved. Yeah. Having yet not been saved. saved. Everything we speak in scripture declares an end result we have yet to see. Yes. And that's what we're supposed to hint. And people say all the time, are you saved? Yeah, the answer to that is yes. There's people who say no. Do you know why they say no, Ma? Because they know who they are. Yes. Not who they are to, to be. be. And shame, shame, shame on you. Yes, yes. And in fact, um, the I filthy <laughs> smoking cussing you is saved. Is saved by faith. By faith, not by profession. I mean, I mean, yes, by profession, but not by what I see or what you do. And that is that's that's the thing that just lighten the load on my shoulders. And people you say know. that. Well, when you say that, then you tell them people they don't have to live a life. Of salvation No What we're saying is Is that a life of salvation Precedes one Who sees themselves as saved Because Who wouldn't <laughs> want to be saved If you don't see yourself saved You're not going to walk out What you see In real life In real life and the, and the thing of it is When people start thinking about That it's based on what we do Yeah It, it, it actually Then we go back to the fact of having a form of godliness because you want you have this heavy, heavy, heavy mantle on your shoulders to build this this spotless garment for God. And you never can do it. Never. And I I want to say that that's why God allowed me to know. He said, Sylvia, you didn't get saved the day you went up there. He and took me allowed me to go back mm -hmm. to the place where I actually said, my faith, I believed that God was. And the minute I believed, yeah. I could see his hand on my life. And when people, you know, ask me, well, how could a person, you know, even my own mother said, she said, how could a person that quiet, that subtle, that wanted to be invisible, yeah. open their mouth with such 
confidence that this is what I got. Because do. we only do what we can see ourselves doing. doing. That I, that's the real why. When I recognize my salvation, that moment of salvation, I always go back to the 19-year-old force who I remember tears coming out of my eyes and hitting the cuff of my shirt and me standing up and walking up to the altar. None of that was the act of salvation. The act was when I finally heard the word with faith. faith. I believed that word was talking to me. I believed that word that was spoken was telling me something. Yeah. Once I give that word place through faith, I now change the place in which I am. And I traverse awesome, from darkness to light. That quick. The awesome thing that that um, is revealed to us is that just one word from God, just one word is enough. Um, I remember somebody just saying to me, God loves you. Because God is love. And I'm going to tell you something. That was my salvation. We spend a whole lot of time and money putting a whole lot of God's word on a piece of paper. Yeah. When, do you know what? Love rescues. That's what rescues. Yeah. Love rescues. And all we need to be able, because I don't know one Christian that's truly saved that doesn't believe that God loves. Yeah. Because we know if he could love us in the state that we were in, and he could have patience with us, that we're just a whole bunch of people that have been recipients of that love. Yeah. And so all we need to do is reach a person with God loves you. And as soon as they believe that, as soon as they believe it, they're redeemed. Yeah. I think that's the powerful thing too, is that understanding the connection with the mind is what we see and what we hear, but not what I see with my eyes yeah, and not what I hear with my ears. Right. In the, the way people have to understand it, because they say no, because people saw Jesus do miracles. And yeah, but they those people who saw they the same people that crucified him. Exactly. But it was some people who saw more than just the miracle when yeah. he did it. Yeah. There are some people who heard more than just a word when he spoke it. Yeah. It's the person who can see by faith what they see with eyes. Yeah. That sees the like true the, power. The, like the woman at the well. She said, come see a man. She, she they told me all about myself. She, yeah. she saw what nobody else saw. Because she heard <laughs> something greater yes. than just words. Than just words. It's because what he spoke connected with her. It profoundly connected with faith. With faith. And that made what he said more profound. If her daddy said the same thing Jesus said. It would have never worked. Because he know me. Yes. Do you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this, this the the fact that we in churches nowadays have put people in a position where we remove faith because they're too familiar. Yeah. Familiarity removes faith. Yeah. You know how they say familiarity breeds contempt? It breeds contempt because it removes faith. Yes. 
It does. If I'm too familiar with the man that's speaking, the man that's speaking can no longer speak the word of life to me. Yep. And 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 actually, that's the tool book for ministry. Should, oh yeah, just yeah. say that because that's what I realized as a minister, I can't engage with people. He, God told me, he said, "You wasting your time. You either want to be a friend." Or you want to be a friend to them or a friend to me. Yeah. He said, so I require all of you. My my words lose power. Jesus knew that. Yeah. He walked with these men, but they never at one point did I get the feeling that they walked with him with a familiarity. No. Everything he did seemed obtuse and surprising. Mm Mm-hmm. They never could figure him out. They couldn't. And when they thought they figured him out, they were all wrong. And Jesus ran from the familiar. Yes, he did. He left his hometown. He said, I can do no, no miracles, here. miracles here. They had boxed him up. In familiarity. Yeah. They found him to be contemptuous through their familiarity. And and I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that um, when you are the lone person in the household that's saved. Mm. That's one of the biggest mistakes that that person makes is that they, they want to be familiar. They want to be familiar. And then they don't know why there's no re- receiving on their, on, from their family. Yeah. See, like the more they try to be one with everybody, the more they're isolated. They're, the more they're isolated. And feel like they have to choose between their faith or their family. And because the, they chose their family over their faith. There you go. And that and that's all that God is requiring. You know, um, a coworker of mine said, um, a a couple that I never thought it, I'm I'm upset today because they're getting a divorce after 24 years. And she said the woman is a believer. And she said I always thought the man was a believer because she was a believer even when they got married. Mm-hmm. But she said, I thought the man had became a believer. But she said, obviously, that didn't happen. And I just listened to her. But I said, you know, it's it's crazy how we want it both ways. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. Can I have it both ways? If we, if, if we truly are one with God, then he has to be our friend. Yeah. And we've got to be, we've got to go about this thing. With the same passion that Jesus did, Jesus just wanted to do the Father's work. The work of the work that we have it, we have our families to disciple first, and then we have the our sphere of influence to disciple, yeah. and then we have we can cry out to God and say, "Enlarge my territory." Yeah. But He said, "Some folks is crying out, enlarge my territory," and He said. You haven't yet taken what you have. In the spirit. In the spirit. And that's the the other realization as we move into the worship part is that when we look at the manifestation of churches, the form of churches, there's churches everywhere. Yeah. But the manifestation of church isn't in these communities. No. No. But these buildings are there. The buildings are there. We are we are church planters in one way. Yeah. But we have not bared the fruit of the harvest in another. And I, I would I would dare to say that if 
the disciples were here. This is part of the land they would have to go over to disciple the people because yeah. because it's almost as if it's been untouched. It's it's like they're synagogues, but these aren't the places Jesus would enjoy to be in. And you know, <laughs> and somebody somebody um, I don't know whether it was you, but somebody had, had said it, and I said, "Oh, I couldn't wait to get home to actually study." And find out how many times did Jesus was Jesus found in the synagogue, mm. and because yes, we was talking about when he was a kid yes. in the synagogue asking questions, teaching. Yes. How many times was he found in the synagogue? And then the next time you see, he was tearing it up. Yeah, he said. He said so a lot has changed since yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, he said. This is a mess. He now. said, "This is a house, of, the den of iniquity." Yeah, this almost like he remember. Things. Like I used to, I come in here and talk and yeah. teach and share. But look at this place. We y'all are trading now. It's it's a money thing. It's, yeah, it's a and whole the, business. And and we have to realize that this was not only a prophetic word because. The church had not been established yet as we see it now. Absolutely. But that was the first church. And now we're in this church. Yeah, it is. And it is it has returned back. It is a metaphor. It, yeah, it is returned back because it's changing the money and it's it's all of that all of the above. So when we think of that that there's a form of church but the manifestation of church as the body of God or Christ is not there in the same way there is a form of worship yeah but the manifestation of god is not in that worship when he says there will come a time when we worship god in spirit and in truth how does manifestation play out in worship because because i think that people again are, are are not realizing what was said what the word meant when when uh, Isaiah said, "I see saw the Lord high and lifted up, and His train filled the temple." There are many worshipers that come into the place, and they're looking for the train of God just to fill this yeah. whole building. If they even understand what that train is, they yes. might have thought a locomotive was flowing yes. through there, and not the actual train, as in the, the tail of His. Or they keep one eye open, you know, or they say, "I can't close my eyes," or "I got to keep my eyes open." I and mean, you could hear so many different yeah. things. I don't want to miss the Shekinah glory. I don't want to miss the Shekinah glory because it's going to come into this room, and that's not what. And, and heal all diseases. That's not what happens in worship. In worship, we actually, in our mind, now this is the thing that doesn't really go to church often. This is the thing that never appears in the worship, in the worship. Yeah. Because there is some, it's like something that um, the Holy Spirit told me, and I will say it, you know, <laughs> is that. We're tr we train our children to have iPads and to have have all this going on in church. We're actually training their minds to come to church, but not be in church. But not be engaged through the manifestation. Right. The work of believing what God is doing or saying. Or in you would see what, what um, 
Joel was talking about. He said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And see, your when, young men when you come shall in dream there, dreams. Yes. And your young women shall see, see visions. visions. And when you're in that in the congregation of the people and you begin to look unto the Lord and you allow the word to become manifested, manifested in you. Yeah. In your worship, I don't know how low I can go. Yeah. I really like home worship because I can lay on my face. Yeah. I think the, the realization of that comes in even the simplicity of tongues. Yes. He's playing out to them. He's saying, guys, you guys come and y'all talk in multiple tongues. Yeah. Because what's happening is you are manifesting yeah. God as it is seen out of your, your spirit. spirit. Yeah. There is not a uniformity to manifestation. Yeah. How you. Thank you, Jesus. Receive yes. the word of God by faith yes. produces this manifestation in worship. Yes, 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 yes. Even on Acts chapter two. Yes. Uh, it, it, it produced a oneness. The spirit came and met with their faith and produced a oneness, but also a uniform chaos. Yes. Of people speaking in different tongues and everyone understanding them at the same, same time, time. In, in the oneness, and and you know on on two parts of that, you know a lot of people dwell on the fact that they were all speaking in different tongues, but they heard it, but they don't really touch the fact that they heard the same thing. Yeah, or even how music played a sense in that, and they were praying and singing before it. Yes. Praying uh, the same prayer? No. Everyone is there praying. Yes. It sounds like organized chaos. Yeah. Everyone's there singing. Same songs? Probably not. You know, I... Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's I, just a, it's a matter of... You just hear it when people are just in the, their own heads. Yes. We don't you like to use stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but it's in their own heads. It's in your own head. And, and I was explaining to someone... Uh, a worship leader I was explaining to her about worship and I said we should when I prayed I said we should endeavor to meet with the heavens yeah I said we should be making the same sound that the angels are it's hard for us to be corporate if we're trying to be a corporation yes in worship yeah. he's not calling us to be corporate in corporation no he's calling us to be corporate in our cooperation and and at in the spirit same, you know at what I the mean? same time you know the the thing that encourages me is the spirit will let me know he said i look for your voice in worship i look for you in worship and that that excites me because i join with the heavens yeah to worship him in the place that he is. In spirit and in truth, or let me put it this way, in mind and faith. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because that they're the same. It's the same thing. And guess, spirit, truth, mind, faith. Guess when I what? move in that way, how I look in the, the, the corporate nature of worship yeah. is unique to me. But guess what? If we don't get it right down here, heaven is a prepared place. For prepared people Amen And we got to get this thing right Think about it There was a leader of praise and worship Yeah There was a leader of praise and worship Which meant That even the angels Had to be in unison Yeah To be one in spirit 
he wasn't directing them in tone and harmony. We got people yes, got to understand. Yes, they yes. think of, he, he was, was he was directing. He was them a in, choir director. One is the spirit. He was directing them in one is the spirit. We need to be in one place. God deserves a oneness. Yeah. He feeds off of oneness. And we got to teach. We have to teach. Just how he, much he loved oneness, my. He will have you sacrifice a lamb and then sacrifice his son and call him the lamb of God. That's right. That's right. He loves oneness. He loves oneness because he, from the beginning, he was one. Because embodiment is oneness. That's right. That's why he said, love your wife like Christ loved the church. Oneness. I want to feel a oneness with you. Yes. In that way. Every act you do should remind me of me. Yes. Yes. That's the manifestation. That's why he said, I created them in, let's create them in our Likeness. Image. In, in our likeness. image. This is why, the, because of that oneness and God's desire to be one with us. And if we allow him, this is, we, we, we got to get it in the people. That this does not glorify God. This does not reverence God. Some of the things, my, even in, when we talk about worship, when we talk about marriage, is so fleshly. Yeah. And then we're looking in scriptures for how God wants us to play out the fleshly, and you're not going to find it. No. You're like, oh, okay, I see where what Paul said, um, before we get married, we should only hold hands and no kissing. This is things y'all talking about that don't even matter. It doesn't make a difference. It don't make no difference. But if you want, if you really want to do the, if you really want to do it God's way, then seek it. It has little to do with the person you standing beside. It sure does. It has everything to do with the person you are. That's right. And the mind that you're in. The mind that you're in, if that mind has manifested God's word, then everything it's connected to. Begins to look like the kingdom. That's right. And that's what we're supposed to do. A manifested mind produces a manifested kingdom in every part of his life. That's right. And then people can see. Yeah. They can see the kingdom with their natural eye. Yeah. See, that's the that's the that's the mm-hmm. that's the difference. Is the it, it takes patience. Yeah. But hope is hope is is not hope. It's, 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 if you can see it No different than Jesus For the last three years of his life We saw manifested on earth What was already before 33 years Manifested in heaven, heaven. That's right And he walked it out And all he All is that we have to do Is walk it out We don't even have to do it Yeah. We don't even have to make the plans We don't have to do any of that It stuff. just have to it has to be walked out in the mind. Yes, sir. We have to see ourselves free before we can ever be free. Before we can we be free. We have to see ourselves whole before we can ever be whole. Yeah. We have to see ourselves worshiping. We before we see, can even worship. We have to see God in mind before we'll ever see him in glory. That's right. He said, I saw him high and lifted up. His train filled temple. The book of Revelations is a man who has manifested God's presence yeah. before he is ever, he's going to die on that island. Yeah. But he sure spent a lot of time. But in before the he died, he, he, said, he spent a whole lot of time. He saw the, the manifested, manifested God yeah. before he ever saw the true and living God. And I think this is a challenge to the people of God. Do you see yourself free? Yes. Do you see yourself whole? 
Are you just seeing what you always saw? A lot of times, hopelessness is just that. I can't see my see myself living beyond this. Yeah, we already got a problem. You are already fundamentally instead of you seeing yourself as saved, you see yourself as damned. The same way that that manifestation works for salvation, it works for damnation. Yes, it does. When I see myself, I declare myself. Therefore, I am that thing myself. Yeah. Yeah, Satan was damned before he ever left heaven. That's right. There is hell is not a place for damned people. Mm-mm. It was it was <laughs> not built for that purpose. <laughs> it is. It doesn't work that way. These people lived hell before they ever laid Let their it. eyes on hell. And and a lot of people say that. A lot of people say a living hell. This is say there's not really no hell this is hell yeah. and once i get finished living this out it got to be better than this it's got to be better no than it's going to be just like this cuz you saw it before it was yes and the and the sad part about it is we as the people of god got to help them see got to help them see heaven on earth and we got to start right in our places of worship we got to start amen it only takes one it takes one. If each one teach one, we got to come to a place where we take this seriously. That it's it's not okay to go through the motions. Yes. It's not okay to be in church, but your mind somewhere else. It's like it's that song okay. says, "I can only imagine." Yes. He's already engaged in worship. Yes. That song is beautiful because it is the act of worship. Yes. To imagine God is to be with God. Yes. Yes, and he, I couldn't have depicted it any better. He said, I don't even know what I'll do. Yeah. You know, I don't know whether I'll stand in his presence or f- to my knees I'm going to fall. Think about the he pontifications said, that are in that song. Yes. Is this the place we let our mind go on a daily basis? The answer to that is no. And shame on us because God has given us the power and the authority to cast down those other thoughts that we've been manifesting and find out what God says about us. This is this is the dangerous thing as we close out. God, we want God to be manifested before us, not in us. It's not going to happen. That's that's a, a task fit only for a king. And you and God is wants us to manifest before him. You don't get to tell him to manifest before it you. It didn't work. I, it somebody did. closed out prayer the other day, my, and they said, thank you for visiting us today. Thank you for showing up, for spending some time with us. I know what they mean, but guess what? That's their confession, and it's a poor confession. It's he didn't he didn't get to be what he wanted to be that day. If that's what that's you not, saw. That's not what he died for. If he was able to just visit you, then that's the extent of your faith. Yeah. And your manifestation. Don't speak for me. Yeah. He and, didn't visit me. And that's not what he died for. He came for. with me. Because the children of Israel, he 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 had to be the fire by by night. In the cloud by day. They don't need. They didn't. They, they didn't need them. no visitation. They had. They to needed have habitation. Yes, and we have habitation. Yes, and we want to go back to visitation. God forbid. Nah. God forbid. We. You know, it has to be that we, the people of God, if we know better, we got to do better, and we can't be at a place where we say it's just us because He's coming back for a body. Yeah. 
and and I'm not happy. I'm not happy about the fact that it's this self thing. It's not. And we're He's to challenge ourselves yes. in that way. I don't like what is manifested around me. Amen. Well, guess what? Then you need to do a better job of manifesting something in you. That's right. Not just about yourself. What are you, have you manifested about the people around you? Yeah. That changes my expectations. Yes. Like I said, you, you let the word of God speak in you. And with faith of that word, it manifested a view of who force was. Yeah. That you did not let anything I did in the present deter from what you already seen as past tense. And you said uh, you're a man of God. Yeah. I said, I'm far from it. Yeah. I, no, I'm not. Even in the times where I, I would have rather been a man of God than what I was. Yeah. You say that you're a man of God. We have to change. Let a manifestation of God change how we even see people. But we got to spend some time with them. Got to spend time. Just spend a little time. Faith just spend and patience. Time. That's it. Faith and patience. Spend time with them. And if you because truly I believe this, we have a we have a, a church and I'm not talking about where we attend. I'm talking about the body of believers. We have a body of believers that don't even pay attention to what God says about them. Because they don't see meditation, imaginations, yeah. devices, yeah. devising yeah. as building his kingdom. Yeah. I should be imagining his kingdom. Yes. I should be meditating about his, his kingdom. kingdom. I should be creating and devising about his kingdom. Yes. I am building a kingdom. And when I do that, it puts us in a place where we have just what we know to be true, even when we don't see it to be true. That's right. Amen. That was episode 83. Thanks, Ma. You're welcome, son. It was nice talking. Real Church Matters. We out.